This is a Reconstruction Radio production. Please visit GaryNorth.com slash free books to download this book in PDF form. The Greatness of the Great Commission, Christian Enterprise in a Fallen World, written by Kenneth L. Gentry, Jr., published in 1990 by the Institute for Christian Economics, Tyler, Texas, narrated by Joseph Spurgeon. Introduction All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 18b-20 In these 61 words from Matthew's Gospel, we have what rightly has come to be known as the Great Commission. This commission was issued by our Lord Jesus Christ only a few days after His resurrection, and not long before His ascension into heaven. The Great Commission has long served, and still today continues to serve, as the marching orders for Christ's church in the world. Rare is the missions conference that has met without making reference to this text. Few are the denominations that have been established without some appeal to it. Most Orthodox Christians from all denominational connections and from all theological perspectives have held this forth as their banner in the service of Christ. But is the Great Commission understood properly today? Is the fullness of its import comprehended by its adherents? Do we really grasp the greatness of the Great Commission? These questions are becoming major issues in evangelical circles. Surely the most important debate between liberal and orthodox theologians today has to do with the issue of the inerrancy of Scripture. Is the Bible's God's Word, and without error? Does it possess impeccable authority as a certain revelation of God? This is a fundamental issue with great implications for Christian faith and practice. Among evangelical Christians today, a related discussion has developed. This discussion has to do with the problem of the apparent irrelevancy of Scripture. Is the whole of Scripture confidently to be applied to all of life today? Is God's Word practical for Christian living and social conduct in every aspect of modern society? And the significance of the Great Commission lies at the very heart of this important discussion. Basically, the issue of the greatness of the Great Commission may be resolved by properly answering the following three major questions. 1. What is the Great Commission? Is the Great Commission a wholly new divine program to respond to sin, which is set in stark contrast to and discontinuous from the Old Testament program? Or is it the capstone of the long-standing covenantal program of God to respond to sin, and the fruition of the development of the progress of redemption that is continuous with the Old Testament? 2. What is the goal of the Great Commission? Is its goal pessimistic, directing the church bravely to be a witness in a hopelessly lost and dying world despite overwhelming resistance while snatching brands from the fire? Or is its goal optimistic, empowering the church successfully to promote the salvation of the world against all resistance while leading the vast majority of men to salvation? 3. What is the nature of the Great Commission? Is its nature individualistic, seeking the salvation of individual lost sinners, with a view to training them in their private walk in public worship? Or is its nature holistic, seeking the salvation of individual lost sinners, with a view to training them in their private walk, public worship, and the development of Christian culture? The three questions just presented touch on vitally important issues related to the Great Commission and the Christian enterprise in a sin-laden world. In this work, I will seek to answer from Scripture these crucial questions. 
In doing this, I hope to promote a better apprehension of the greatness of the Great Commission. My approach to the Great Commission primarily will be to offer a focused and careful exegetical analysis of Matthew 28, 18-20. I will also draw into consideration a broad array of biblical texts from throughout Scripture in order to flesh out the full biblical meaning of the Commission. The issue before us is, as stated before, the relevancy of Scripture, all of Scripture, to modern life and culture. It is my hope that this study will both enlighten and challenge. My design is to enlighten Christians to the teaching of Scripture on this crucial issue and to encourage them to apply biblical principles to all of life. The commission before us is truly great, for it speaks of all authority, Matthew 28.18, to disciple all nations, Matthew 28.19, with a view to our teaching them all things, Matthew 28.20a, Jesus taught his disciples. It also holds out the certain hope that Jesus will be with us all the days, Matthew 28, 20b, to see that it is done. But before we begin in earnest, we must point out the foundations of the Great Commission. The ultimate foundation stones are two, creation and covenant. I will deal with relevant matters drawn from creation and covenant in the first two chapters below. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts, where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.